Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye. Like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Yo, wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. I'm Chris Wardell, joined as always by Greg Crone, who is a I don't know, on death's bed seems a little bit uh hyperbolic, but you know, y- you can see the deathbed from here. It it's close. It's close. <laughs> it may have just gotten closer. Uh I just saw who scored the first basket in the Celtics Heat game. And it was it was a, a gentleman who was for the second game in a row that game the the person with the plus sixteen hundred and highest and longest odds scored first in that in that series. So very interesting to to when you're not involved how that happens. Why you mad, bro? Don't be a hater. I like hating. I'm all that's that's you the actually thing. are a hater. You are it's, the you are a, the physical embodiment of the word hater. It's literally the only thing I'm somewhat decent at is hating on things. <laughs> That's not true. You're also frequently frustrated. That's accurate as well. But I am very good at hating. <laughs> I'm dying. Is this, is this allergies? What's going on, buddy? Uh, I think so. Grace came home from daycare on Friday, which I can't Grace, believe. Grace is Greg's youngest child. Yes, I can't believe they didn't send her home. Um, to be fair, with the way she looked and felt, um, like I'm surprised she didn't. They they were like, "You have a fever. You need to leave. You um, got to go." But regardless, I feel like spending the entire weekend with her then eventually got me sick. Uh, just lack of sleep probably didn't help either. So, you know. Now we're here, and we're, I actually feel better today than I did yesterday. So you can imagine how I felt yesterday, based on how I sound today. Well, I'm sorry you're going through that. Uh, it is. I'm a little sleep. I'm a little sleep deprived myself. Uh, we had to get up Friday. Got up at. Oh God, all the days are a blur, Gregory. What day is today? Really Tuesday. Are. I feel like it was Friday. Friday, I got up at. I don't know, five forty to go uh, catch a flight. Then. I'll tell you what, I cursed myself, my friend. I cursed myself. Took this, I was on a flight on Friday, and I, I left it and I said, it's the best flight I ever took. Easiest flight I ever took. From when, from when that Uber picked me up, it was three, literally outside my house. It was as Ubers do. It was three hours before I touched down and I was at my destination. Felt uh, it felt good. I, it was a, it was a, all in all a good trip. It was uh, it was smooth in terms of in terms of the actual travel. And uh, I broke some rules. I started saying, "Man, flight was so easy." And I also ate on the day. I don't eat before flights, Greg. Not a thing I smart. do. Smart. I did did both of those things. My flight got delayed five times. I, it, I, you, you texted me from the airplane, and it's honestly, I didn't even know that was possible to be delayed yeah. that many times. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is. I can tell you that for sure. Um, and we'll talk, a little, we'll talk more about that. We'll talk about uh, our, the shenanigans that are our lives, the, the tomfoolery. But 
There's a there's a basketball game going on right now. Heat Celtics game four. It's a closeout game. I have BovadaSportsbook.com open in front of me. We're going to talk about NBA playoffs. You know, I noticed there were lines up for week one in the NFL. I thought that might be interesting. See how that changes over the next uh, over it, the next three and a half months. It is hilarious. There was the reports that came out of Jets OTAs today of Rogers tweaking an ankle. Lazard got hurt, I guess, too. And I. It's May twenty eighth. Right, I don't, it, not, it, even, not even training camp yet. Unless the Lazard injury is a serious, serious injury, it literally means nothing. It means nothing that someone is sitting out of an OTA today because they were hurt. Yeah, I mean, even and this is no no disrespect to Alan Lazard, but like even if it is a serious injury, it really doesn't matter that much. It's Alan Lazard. Like he was good last year, sixty catches for seven hundred and eighty-eight yards and six scores. Gets to keep playing with Tom, uh, with Tom Brady. Gets to keep playing with Aaron Rodgers. Not you know Raiders owner Tom Brady. Yes, because <laughs> the world's weird. It's it's fucking Alan Lazard. Who cares, man? I they have plenty of options at receiver. They have Randall Cobb. <laughs> they do. You've got you know. I think. Garrett Wilson has got to be a guy that everybody is going to jump on in fantasy football this year. Yes. I think Elijah Moore is a guy who could be a sleeper. Really well, got... He's a Cleveland Brown. Oh, wait. Yeah, they did trade him. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I got my, my Might be brain. a sleeper agent. Might my, be a sleeper yeah, agent. That's potentially true. My brain is not uh, cooperating with oh, me today. Dude, I, I understand. 83 catches for 1,100 yards, four scores for Wilson last year with a quarterback Um, who really couldn't get him the ball. So that's great. Multiple quarterbacks who couldn't get him the ball as a matter of fact, including uh, Emmy award winning writer, Mike white. (laughs) Oh man. Better. Definitely better known for his, uh, his work on, uh, on white Lotus and, and um, God, what is not, not survivor amazing race than he is for being a pretty, Pretty darn mediocre backup quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, uh, you know, it's a week-by-week league. So one week you throw for 400 yards and they pretend like you're the next Joe Montana. So that's, that's how it works. <laughs> let me uh, let me tell you some tales, Gregory. I don't, I don't think I told you some plain stories. And it was, it was the worst group of human beings I've ever been on a plane <laughs> with, quite simply. Like just bad people, man. Entitled jerks. I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm this I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I have to, in order to tell the story, I have to tell like I have to tell you that I was in sitting I was sitting in first class. Otherwise, I wouldn't have I wouldn't mention this. Sure. But the lady sitting next to me when the, the first four delays happened prior to the flight, two of them I got lucky. We were uh, we had I was well, I was on the trip by myself. Uh, and I was visiting uh, some of Alexa's side of the family, people I really like, and got to hang out a little bit longer with them. And because cause the first two delays came pretty came pretty early, so I got like an extra hour. Got to to wait that out in a kitchen rather than in a, an empty air, you know, airport. But the last two happened while I was at the airport. One of them was forty minutes. The sorry, this, the the second two happened while I was at the airport. One of them, 40 minutes. Then it's 10.10, Gregory, set for a 10.24 takeoff 
feels yeah. feels good. We're sitting there. We're on the plane. We're ready to go. Everybody seems like they're. Everybody seems all right. And the the pilot comes on over over his little uh, over the speakers, and he's uh, he's like, "Hey, you know, flight time to Cleveland, Ohio will be one hour and nine minutes." And you know, we're just waiting on we're just waiting on the. <laughs> The technicians to sign off on the mechanical, and we're good to go. Anytime you hear technicians, anytime you hear maintenance, Never you know good. You're, you're getting pushed. Correct. 100%. About four minutes later, got the notification on my phone, 40-minute delay while we're sitting on the plane. The woman next to me, who, by the way, does not pick up on social cues, does not understand that when, when one is has headphones in, and is watching something, not time for chat. That's not an, an open invitation to have a conversation. But I digress. She starts talking to me. This would be quite a common occurrence on this flight. And uh, she looks at me and she's like, without a hint of irony or not taking herself too seriously, she says in the most Karen voice possible. This is ridiculous. I fly first class all the time. I don't know why they won't let me have a drink on the ground. And I'm like, well, you know, just shut the fuck up. I don't care. And um, didn't say that to her, obviously, but... Thought it multiple times over the course of... Yeah, yeah, as she just kept talking to me with my headphones in. But just kept complaining about shit. And it's like, all right, what... Yeah, I'm I'm also upset, ma'am. I would I thought I was going to be home by now. But like, what do you want to do about it? I'm not really trying to sit here and bitch. I'm going to watch I I think I was listening to Smartless. I um, I don't remember if I was I was watching a show yet. Just let me be me. I mean, let's do our thing. Had a fine seatmate on the flight there. Couldn't tell you what his name was. Don't know what he sounded like. Didn't talk to me. We didn't talk to each other. It was great. It's exactly how you want it. It's how you draw it up, actually. But the the real highlight of this, and there was there was another super super rude woman who had the world's largest laptop. She's sitting across the aisle from me in one row in front. World's largest laptop, and unlike yours, it worked. Hmm. And as soon as the as soon as we got going and the lights were dimmed, she just cranked the, bright, the brightness up as high as it would go. Dog. And like the thing was legitimately like a flashlight. It was like a 17 inch wide flashlight. It, those people now, listen, I know you're going, you're going into the remainder of the story, but it's okay. We flew home from Ireland. Yeah. The flight was on, it was in middle of the day. So I don't a hundred percent. No, my apologies. This was on the way there. So it was an overnight flight. Flying overseas overnight. The lady in our row sat there and watched the television the entire seven and a half hour flight. Hmm. The entire seven and a half hour flight. Ma'am, we are landing at what is considered 4 a.m. our time. Get <laughs> get some rest, lady. Like, it was... Un- some people can't sleep on planes, though. I Listen, I hear you, but have some consideration. Yeah, that's fair. Like... If you're going to watch it, let's just you know, turn the brightness down, man. It's not a big deal. And it was like she had a spreadsheet open. It was basically just like a flashlight. Yeah, it was like that's terrible. <laughs> it, it was insane. So that real highlight of the pre-flight process was 
the gentleman sitting immediately across the aisle from me. I would I would guess late 60s, early 70s. Can't tell you exactly where he was from. We didn't have any interaction. Some An Eastern Bloc country would be my guess. He was, after, after the delay hit, he just turned bright red. Like I've showed you that. I've shown you that picture when I was at the the Kansas Cal game, that picture I took of Bill Self, and he is yes. just like glowing red. Yes. <laughs> this dude is ex- he's experiencing the exact same thing at this time. He's furious. That's just a, furious. That's a phenomenon. So the pilot comes out of the cockpit as as maintenance is in there and the pilot goes to the bathroom. My guy starts screaming at the pilot. He's screaming. He doesn't like that the pilot is talking to people. <laughs> He's like, he just keeps saying, you got stop talking and fix the plane. I just want to, I want to know if he thought what, I, I, I want to know what he believed the pilot's responsibility in terms of maintenance to the plane was. Uh, like, do we really, we want our pilot like climbing outside on the wing and be like, yeah, so, looks okay to me. That, feel, that feels like not the best way to go about it. So just screaming at the pilot and the pilot to his credit just, you know, took it, moved on, didn't, didn't respond in any way, handled it the way he should have. This guy, after this happens, he, he unbuckles his seatbelt. He pulls the cord so that it, it's at its, its greatest length. It's at its longest. And like a child would do, he slams it onto the ground. I mean, what are we doing, Chris? We live Greg, in a society like what is wrong we, with people? Agreed. Just a, a bunch of jackasses. But... <laughs> When we finally landed, he and he was, as we're ready to to unplane, to 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 get off of this little the tin can, he again bright, bright red, furious for reasons that I'm not clear about at that time. But as he was as he was getting out of his seat and coming by me, there was a moment where for about 15 seconds. He was between 12 and 18 inches. His face was about 12 and 18 inches away from my head. That seems uncomfortable for everyone. It was, but it was more uncomfortable because the only thing going through my mind at that time, Greg, and you know this is true because you know me, the only thing going through my mind was don't kiss his cheek, don't kiss his cheek, don't kiss his cheek. Oh, I wanted hilarious to, though. I had it was my greatest desire in the world in that moment. I just I just wanted to kiss this guy's cheek as he was walking right by me. I want to know what the response would be. Oh, I, he probably would have punched you. There's almost <sighs> no doubt in my mind. I I would take I would take like you you could make it minus 500 at Bavada that that was ending in a punch for you. I would think that those odds might even be a little longer than that, but yeah, it was, it was legitimately like, and it was making me like the, the joy I was deriving from that in that moment cannot be quantified. I, I thought it was like, it was killing me. It was cracking me up. I just, I that's all I wanted to do, man. That's all I wanted to do. Just to, just to see, just a little social experiment to see what he would do. And just like, you know, you know, maybe some people just, they just, they need a human con. They need human contact. They need uh, yeah. human interaction that pulls them out of the rut. 
I'm guessing that wasn't going to be the case for this gentleman. Anyone flying to Cleveland, I can't no. imagine that would be the reaction. Uh, that that would be the necessity that they need at that moment. <laughs> are you are you suggesting that uh, more I don't know severe uh, means would be would be required for this? Almost, almost entirely. Give him a little hug, tap him on the butt as he goes by. Tell him have a nice day, buddy. Give give him a little good game. Yeah, that that probably makes a little more sense. Good game, champ. Good flight, pal. We'll see you next time. <laughs> I Just hope not. Keep it moving. Yeah, if, if you could send me a text and let me know when you'll be flying and where you'll be flying for the rest of your life so that we never interact again, that would be amazing. Oh, God. The, dude, that's terrible. People, Gregory. They're the People. worst. They are the absolute worst. Oh, yeah, other than that, you know, decent trip. There was a there were some speed bumps. There's no doubt about that. Uh, some things could have broken differently, and I would have been all right with it. But all in all, you can't really complain. Can't I really know. And, and now I'm back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I get that entirely. I, you know, p- flight travel isn't my, my favorite. I, I feel like there's a lot of wasted time, but I understand sure. why. But when I heard your story and the amount of time wasted uh, with that delay, I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know why we, we do it ever, but. You got to get places. So I understand you got to get places. And because sometimes it goes all right. When I got there, like I said, despite the fact that my Uber driver was an absolute weird dude, that's, that's fine. That's kind of what you, what you expect from an Uber driver. Yeah, for sure. Now that I think about it, I am interested to see if he, I have a five-star Uber rating, (laughs) humble brag. Uh, And uh, I want to know, let's see, let's see what this gentleman did. Did he? No, I don't want Uber Eats. Did this gentleman give me a five star? Because if he breaks my five star, I'm gonna be so mad. Nah, still five star. Still five star, my guy. That's good. Five work star by passenger. You. This one. It's good work by you, dude. I'm proud of you. <sighs> he wasn't great, but but it, was okay. mean, but, it, but it worked out. I got there. I got in. It was all easy. When I got to the gate, there were six minutes until we boarded. I felt good about things. I felt okay, but let me tell you about what happened when I landed, Greg. Let me tell you how what's what set the tone for this trip. Landed. I'm a good. I'm a good flyer. I'm. A, I'm a. You know. I'm. A, I'm a listener of rules. So I, I put my phone on airplane mode. I know we probably don't need to anymore, but I do. And then you get off, and once that that Wi-Fi kicks back in, you get everything you missed. In that, Correct. You know, hour twenty or whatever. Got a bunch of work texts from what I was doing that day. The two non-work texts that I got <laughs> got a text from uh, one of the family members telling me that I have terrible taste, and I had a voicemail from the Enterprise people telling me that I was not allowed to have the car that I wanted because it was uh, it was going to have to be in the shop. That was. That was my introduction to Charlotte, North Carolina. For uh, this seems trip. like a seems like a problem. I was I was destined to fail from the word go. That's that. You should have just gotten. You should have just walked right back to the ticket counter. Said I need to change these. I need to change this return flight to yeah. whatever the next most recent one is. Gotta go. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's bad news bears all day there. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was just like people. You know, people I like. A, a person I like very much is like, no, you have horrible taste. 
because of a nice gesture too, Greg, a nice gesture. I won't get into it because that'll get into like doxing and stuff like that, but a nice kind gesture that went, it went poorly. It's not good. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, thank you for letting me prattle on about my non-problem problems for 20 minutes. I mean, listen, if that's it, like I said, I didn't, we, we had a pretty easy trip to and fro uh, overseas. The only issue was here with the Philadelphia airport and the baggage claim carousel breaking. Oh, uh, which yeah. is always fun when all you want to do is get home. Uh, very, very entertaining, entertaining stuff. But you know, I it's not even that doesn't even pale in comparison to the uh, to to your uh, fiasco that was your trip. So it's okay, man. Sometimes sometimes it's all worth it for the story. Ah, and yeah, uh, the, in this case, like maybe <laughs> nah, yeah that's a tough that's a tough one that's still a tough one maybe but as i mentioned we do have basketball going on right now i have a live odds open at bavada and we've got miami heat versus the boston celtics right now the heat lead 29 23 after the first quarter and uh miami minus four and a half at bavada over under 214 and a half at are you comfortable that Miami's going to be able to close this thing out today? Uh, I wasn't pregame. So far, so good, though. I, 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 I can't. I can't do. It. If Boston's the first team to ever come back from down 3-0, Chris, I will be done with the NBA. I can't Why? stand them. I can't stand the Celtics. I'd rather any other team that was left of the four win than the Boston Celtics. Well, there's three now, but there was mm-hmm. four at the beginning of the conference championship round. But yes, I'm, gonna, I'm checking that math. That checks out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I just I can't I can't stand the Celtics. I dislike them more than anything. Uh, the the Sixers are who we thought they were, and the Heat are somehow way better than everything we thought they were. So it's crazy how they're able to find talent. A good front office builds a good team, and you get the right superstars in there, and they know how to win. That's just that's just how it is. I don't I don't know. This Pat Riley fella seems to get basketball. Uh, yeah, he's he's had a good run. Um, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I'm not 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 familiar with him. I'm yeah, not sure. Kind of exactly. came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, a, a whippersnapper, a young upstart, Pat Riley. Oh, man, it's is just this crazy. Nine, is this like 1953 and he's still playing for the Knicks? Is that it, what the, it feels like it? Um, I just it, it's crazy. They've the, been the Heat are just built so well though, man. But that, what's even crazier is though they have a ton of injuries. That's Tyler true. Harrow's not playing. No. Uh, Victor Oladipo not playing. Guys they brought in specifically for this type of run not on the court, and they're still putting the performance out there that's going to knock out uh, the number two seed uh, of the Eastern Conference more than likely. You know who's so, playing basketball though? Playoff Jimmy. Yeah. Well, listen. You don't have to. You don't have to start me start anything with me there because I that's it's going to be the thing that stands out forever with this Sixers run. If the Mikhail Bridges thing isn't something that you want to look at, the the Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler thing is the thing that will forever cement uh, the failure of the Sixers front office. Now you are excluding Brett Brown from that conversation too because it was Ben Simmons and Brett Brown over Jimmy Butler. 
Again, incorrect decision making by a front office. Incorrect decision making. And the the belief and the trust in Brett Brown and that he could do anything in terms of winning games, it's just insanity. Yeah, I've said it before, but in hindsight, knowing what we know now, it would have been fascinating to get a you know, sort of take the temperature of other teams around the league after Ben Simmons' rookie of the year uh, redshirt freshman season. Yeah, yeah, that would have been uh, would have been something. I mean, listen, I, I I understand why they did it, and it's very easy to sit here now and be like, For sure. well, of course, this is what they should have done. For sure. But it's actually almost unbelievable that this is how everything broke down. Like, Jimmy Butler's on the verge of his second finals appearance in four seasons since leaving the team. Like, Ben Simmons doesn't play basketball. He drinks wine and posts that he's watching the games. Like, Well, at least he's tuned in, and that's better than in the past for Ben. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy that this is how everything is broken down. And, you know, it just, it is, it is what it is. I... The NBA is the NBA, and that's the way it – can we talk about LeBron saying that he's going to potentially retire? Yeah, it's a, it's a cry for attention is all it's it is. It's an unbelievable farce, like an unbelievable farce. I, I Like as soon as I, – I didn't stay up for the game last night. I was obviously, as you can tell, uh, not feeling great. So um, I was like – I, I, It was halftime, and I went in. I was like, oh, Lakers are up big. My guess is if they don't blow it, it you know it, they'll win pretty easily. So I'm just gonna go to sleep. Turns mm-hmm. out they blew it. Um, so probably you know missed some good basketball from the likes of Jamal Murray uh, and Nikola Jokic. But regardless, when I woke up to see that the the Nuggets had in fact won the ball game, that is I, to then see the headline that LeBron doesn't know if he's gonna be back next season. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't do this in every sport, Chris. Every sport, some sort of and listen, LeBron's an absolute legend. There's no doubt about it. I said it last week that yeah. we take for granted how good LeBron's been over the course of twenty plus seasons. For sure. I mean, literally the NBA's all time leading scorer. But let's let's not do this, King James. I I I can't. I can't with uh is he willy won't he? Uh, let's end it there. That's true. You're you're again, you're not wrong. But it's all they're going to talk about. It's all they're going to talk about. And it's yeah. going to be so annoying. You'll be shocked to learn Bavada does have a prop up for the whether or not LeBron James will retire. Yes, plus 550. No, minus $1,000. $100. <laughs> Wins you basically nothing. Was that, was that 10 bucks? Uh, yeah, probably. It, probably something like that. It might not even be that much. It's Well, it's 10 or a dollar. It's one of those two, judging from how the zeros work. So. Yeah, it's... I just I I can't handle that. I can't. I was do right. It's ten bucks. It's ten. All right. Good. I'm not, I'm I'm willing to to uh, to wager that. To be perfectly honest, because hey. sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say he he's he's not going anywhere. He's not. And I and then there was the thing. Well, I don't know. You know, I want to play with Bronny, but does he want to play with me? Like, I I get that. I get that. Hey, maybe he doesn't want to play with me, and I understand well, that. And maybe he doesn't want to feel like whatever team drafted him only did so to secure a uh, one season of LeBron James. It's it still, it's st- it's still like 
Come on. Dude, we, did, we I, did I miss the announcement somewhere where Las Vegas is going to get an NBA team? I know we all think it's a foregone conclusion, <laughs> but did I miss this announcement somewhere? Because, like, this is all over the place, speculation for what the team name could be. Bavada's got a... They've got... What twelve options up here for what the the Vegas team name is going to be? Oh, yeah, definitely so favorite, bad. By the way, can okay? Can we? If anybody goes and bets that the Las Vegas NBA team, NBA expansion team, is going to be the Supersonics, you deserve to lose your money. Yeah, that no, no. <laughs> what are we doing? All right, I'm going to read these off. You tell me which one you like the most. Okay. Outlaws plus four hundred, uh, Supersonics Vipers minus uh, plus six hundred, the Las Vegas Sin slash Sinners uh, plus six hundred, the Spades plus six hundred, the Vultures plus eight hundred, the Jokers plus eight hundred, the Bandits plus a thousand, the Devils fourteen, the Lions fourteen, the Invaders fourteen, and the Bighorns plus sixteen hundred. I don't hate the Jokers. Bighorns, Bighorn sounds way too much like a G League team. Agreed. Um, huh. I'm pretty sure I, I had a I had to fight the Bighorns in the uh, DLC for 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 um, Horizon Forbidden West. On <laughs> what What was the one you said after Spades? Uh, it was the Vultures. Uh, no man, maybe I'm thinking Vipers. Vipers isn't a bad one. Vipers the, plus six. The Vegas oh. Vipers does, however, sound like. Like a basketball team. No, it's a USFL team, dude. Is it actually? Well, I don't know. I don't know, but it's it, that's what it sounds like to me. It definitely sounds like yeah, that's what I mean. Like it sounds like a fictional team. It's it's the team that they play. Like that the the team at any given Sunday would play. It's well, not Vegas, good. I'm trying to see if the the Vipers exist. Uh, by the way, the Vegas Vipers are in fact an XFL team. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's <laughs> out. That's out from a copyright perspective. Yeah, the team founded by the Vince McMahon Alpha Entertainment is the Tampa Bay Vipers, owned and operated member of the XFL, owned by Redbird Capital, partners Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia, Alpha Aquino, LLC. Head coach is Rod Woodson. Home field, Raymond James. I don't think they had that great of a year, I'll be honest with you. I don't know, but they did play football this year, apparently, so... Vegas Vipers does it, it sounds unlikely. We can first of all, there's not a team yet. So this seems premature to put money down on it. And and by the way, talking about premature, where will Giannis Antetokounmpo play game one of the 2025-2026 NBA season? Bavada future. I mean, listen, they want to get it out there. Get the get the get the conversation started. The uh the Knicks tied with the Bucks plus one plus uh Minus one fifteen. Pardon me. Have have the Knicks ever gotten a big free agent like ever? Jalen Brunson. I mean, like a. I mean, like a really hyped one. Not 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 the under the radar guy who should have been hyped way more than he actually was. That's it's an interesting question you ask, Gregory. Biggest Knicks free agent signings of all time. The best five in New York history per. Clutch points. Can't speak to this website. Uh, let's go. Allen Houston. Uh, I believe that's the year they signed Allen Houston and Larry Johnson, if I'm correct. Grandmama. Grandmama, uh, who was both of them didn't have knees at that point. John Starks. 
John Stark's a warrior uh, originally, waived by the team's a rookie. Anthony Mason, J.R. Smith, the number one free agent signing by the New York Knicks, apparently of all time. Jason Kidd averaged uh, six points, 4.3 rebounds, and 3.3 assists with those New York Knickerbockers. I was going to say, I knew it wasn't going to be Carmelo because I knew that was a trade, but like, that's. There's got to be a better list. I refuse to believe they've never signed anybody of consequence. They never do, though. Like, if you really think about it and you take a look at, like, just the Knicks history, they're always the team that's rumored to get everybody. Uh, they they did this for the cap space. They did this for the cap space. And then it ends yeah. up never being the case. No, I'm pretty sure LeBron and Durant are signing there. They both did multiple times. Durant's on contract number four with them. Uh, okay, here I got a list. I got a list from Hoops Hype. A little bit more reputable than Clutch Points. No disrespect. Number 10, Jeremy Lin. Number nine, Chris Childs. Number Hang eight, Rob, Robin <laughs> Lopez. When Jeremy Lin signed with the Knicks, it was not Lin Sanity Jeremy Lin. It was undrafted free agent Jeremy Lin. Like That's, Everything you're saying is accurate. Come on. Everything you're saying is accurate. Uh, eight, Robin Lopez. Number seven, Jason Kidd. Number six, J.R. Smith. Number five, Kurt Thomas. Number four, Anthony Mason. Number three, Tyson Chandler. Number two, Amari Stoudemire. Mm-hmm. Number one... Alan Houston. Amari Stoudemire, I guess, was a big one. I'll get I'll give you that. That was a pretty big one for the time. Well, Houston played six hundred and two games with the Knicks and averaged eighteen point five points for them. So that's that is a good signing by any by any metric. But and, and Amari was kind of cooked. He only averaged he averaged under seven rebounds a game uh in his two hundred and fifty five games with the Knicks. Yeah. Like Jalen Brunson may be already the best. Free I think he has to be in yeah. through one season. I think he has to be the best. It eats me up inside, Greg. It just eats me up inside. <sighs> Watching Jalen and Josh Hart just flat out ball out for the Knicks. It's it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. I just Jay Wright, come to Philadelphia, be our coach, and bring all the Villanova guys. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know if Jay's an NBA coach. I hate to say it. Although, I interviewed Frank Vogel today, so there's that. Frank Vogel. Yeah, I saw it. I don't don't know. We're another week past uh, this, this team losing in the playoffs. Have you cooled down at all? Have calmer heads prevailed? What are your thoughts, re the uh, our Philadelphia franchise? I saw James Harden was looking at people. There was that thing that was floated out there that teams are looking to give him a two hundred million dollar extension. Mm-hmm. Please, anyone give him that. That isn't us. Any single team. I just don't do it. Don't, 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 don't. It don't. it's a uniquely challenging situation because as I've said. Even if you lose James Harden, you're still over the cap, so you don't really have... It's not like you're gaining flexibility. You're just losing a player. Now, that's that's a bad contract. Oh, it's but, terrible. It's terrible before it's even signed. Yeah. And, and this this is a horrible free agent class, too. I think the, I think the Sixers have the $12.2 million taxpayer exemption to use in terms of their MLE, but there's not a lot out there. 
It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, Gregory. I'm not excited. It's crazy. It's crazy. I, I mean, like, the roster, this was your oppor- these last two seasons were your opportunity. The window is slammed shut. Fig- you have to figure something else out. You have does, to. Does what's going on in the Boston-Miami series make you feel better or worse about the 76ers? Worse. Why? Significantly worse. Because I think we're a better, I think we're a more talented team than Miami. I know, but just given what Miami's doing to them. It makes me feel worse because it proves that it can be done and Boston's nowhere near as good as we think they are. Yeah. Fair enough. I want to get you get your thoughts on one more thing before uh, we get out of here. We'll keep the show a little bit shorter this week, Gregory. And I'm dying to know. Dying to know. Let's cut to September 10th, 2023, 4.25 Eastern Time. The Philadelphia Eagles are going to be in New England to take on the New England Patriots, Greg. Bavada has the Patriots plus five. Where do you stand on it? I want you locking this in right now. I mean, I take the Eagles. I take the Eagles with the points. I don't know. That's are, you, did- are you worried that it's going to be like Tom Brady Appreciation Day? This no. Is our, let's celebrate Tommy. Is Tom playing quarterback? Because if he's not, not then I'm I don't not care. That he's not at this point. Let's. I like, can he do that as the as an owner of the Oakland Raiders? I don't know. LeBron's trying to buy that again. The team that hasn't been announced yet. LeBron keeps saying he wants to be an owner there. I mean, listen. If he if he can put the money together, why not? Every everybody knows that former NBA players, uh, especially NBA greats, do great at at owning teams. So Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Yeah, he's, he's he crushed it as the Charlotte uh, Bobcats slash Hornets owner. So yeah, why his, not? his his best moment being owner of the Charlotte franchise, then the then Charlotte franchise, I guess, um, was smacking what was it Malik Monk in the back of the head during the yeah. timeout. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much all you got from in the in the entire tenure. So Michael I don't know, man. Jeffrey Jordan. I just can't imagine I can't imagine a world where the Eagles don't beat the Patriots in that game. I, I understand that it's Brady Appreciation Day. It's still Bill Belichick. It's still all that. I just I I think they're still the better team. I think they had the more productive offseason. I you have the guy who came in second for MVP and almost won you a Super Bowl by himself. I, I I like our chances. Looking at the schedule, it appears my birthday is on a Saturday this year, Greg. Oh, that's that's good. I think mine's on a Wednesday. Because there's an October 8th game. These tend to be Sunday games. It's in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, England. Mm. That might have the, the birthplace of my ancestors. One of them. And... <laughs> Um, you know, that, that's on a Sunday, the 8th. So hey, look, good for is, you. the show is just kind of devolved into me figuring out what day my birthday is. And when that happens, I feel like it's probably time to go. Probably. So we will. Probably. <laughs> so we will. You know, it occurred to me, I don't think you've ever said the name of your children on the show before. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have or not. I don't you know. Feel, you, you feel okay about it? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I only said okay. one of them. Yeah, and it's not the important one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love them equally. That's for sure. One, one, one just knows how to push the buttons right now. They always say like 
they make the joke that like, oh, the terrible twos. And then you get to, uh, I forget what, I can't remember because my brain hurts. I can't remember what the description is for three-year-olds. Um, that it just gets worse. Like they get crazier as a three-year-old. And uh, this, the, this, this one is the embodiment of that for sure. So that one, that a crazy character. All right. That's going to be it for this week's episode of you're wrong. And here's why for Greg Crone, I am Chris Horwoodell. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week.